0: Welcome to the SBCA podcast, Component Connection, looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about AOL. If you're under 40, that acronym might not mean much to you. But for those of you over 40, those three letters were likely your introduction to everything from email to all the early wonders of the World Wide Web. America Online transformed the way we communicate through email and the way we digested our information. SPCA's digital platforms may not have that same level of influence, but they are trying to improve the lives of its members in many subtle ways. Joining us today to explore this topic is SPCA's Digital Assets Manager, Laura Yejcik. Laura, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sean. All right, Laura, so I have to admit, I'm very glad to have you on this podcast. You know, when we first launched Component Connection, I don't know, however many years ago, you were the one sitting in on the recordings. Then afterwards, you would spend hours editing these recordings yourself and then posting them online. So I got to ask, does it feel a little weird to finally be sitting on the other side of the mic?
1: It does. Yeah. And I and I can't say I, I miss the editing side of it, <laughs> but it was a, a learning experience. So that was fun. But
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I don't know who else will appreciate this, but there is absolutely nothing that I personally write or that I say that isn't touched by you first before other people consume it. I mean, it's from posting, you know, the digital edition of SBCA Magazine and SBCA Industry News to uploading this podcast every week. I mean, I work more closely with you than anyone else. Now, I'm going to embarrass you Mm -hmm. here a bit, but I have to say, I feel absolutely blessed to have the privilege of working with you in this way. Um, I mean, Laura, you have an incredible work ethic. You have great empathy for all of our digital users. I mean, it's so clear in how you constantly think about how our users are accessing all this information, how they're using all of our websites and digital assets, and you're constantly fighting for giving them the best experience. You also mm-hmm. appear completely unflappable, even in the most stressful conditions. And I, I, I so appreciate that about well, you. Well,
1: we'll see how I do on the podcast. There we go. This is a, this is a great test. But I mean, you know,
0: yeah. I think about your the past 18 months that you've had. You've had quite an incredible ride. And I want to talk about that sort of to introduce people to you. Um, so you got married in late October of what? 2020, right?
1: Last year, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: amidst the COVID outbreak, yeah, uh, how was that? I mean, yeah, that must have been stressful, well, right?
1: it It was. I mean, it was immediate family, and it was on a golf course. And I think the most stressful part was my husband's coworker tested positive for Covid the week of our wedding. So we ended up having the wedding, and we didn't even do a reception after, but he had gotten his negative result right after um the the ceremony. So we were able to have like a a dinner out with the two of us. <laughs> um, and then we saw family the next day. But, yeah. Definitely a different experience, but yeah, we that, plan to have a larger reception at some point. So, well,
0: that's good. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one way to, to start your, your journey in life together, right? In the middle of, of <laughs> <It's> trial. Not... <laughs> well, and then mm-hmm. uh, on top of that, you bought a house right away, right? Was that right before the wedding Correct. or right after?
1: We closed on it the week after the wedding so okay. we moved in that following weekend mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you got married and then you closed on a house and had to move and then you had to sell your your existing condo right mm-hmm yeah so <laughs> which took a couple months but so that yes. was that mm-hmm. was late October early November and then you got a new job January 1 right mm-hmm yeah <laughs> so you started a new job and then <laughs> shortly after that, uh, you became pregnant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're expecting any day now. So,
0: so <laughs> very exciting. So, so, I mean, they, we talk about the most stressful things that can occur in one's life. And you basically just shotgunned all of them in a couple of months.
1: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Seemed like perfect timing.
0: <laughs> and for well, us it is.
1: Yeah. We're, yeah. Lots going on, but it's, um, we, we moved to the Sauk city area, which is West of Madison and really love it here. And we have a gorgeous property. So everything is going very well. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I, I forget, Laura, are you the youngest or the oldest of your siblings?
1: I'm the oldest.
0: Okay. So I'll rub you're it the, in too. Yeah, By two oldest. minutes
1: and three minutes.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that, that's a little misleading, right? Because you're one mm-hmm. of three triplets, right? Yep. How, how is it like growing mm-hmm. up with triplets? I, I don't think that's experience many people have. Is that is that why you're so unflappable?
1: Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we So, I have a, a brother and a sister. My brother lives out in Colorado and my sister's in Chicago. And growing up, we were close, my sister and I for sure. My brother, not so much. Um, we're actually much closer now, which is kind of interesting and fun. Um, but I will say my parents separated us in all of our classes growing up. Hmm. So, we never actually had classes together which I think is important for like us being individuals and having our own groups of friends. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I would say it's like growing up with any other siblings, but I do get asked that question quite a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, we talked about you taking this new job with SPCA in January, uh, but you have been supporting SPCA's websites for many years. I mean, you and I have been working together for mm-hmm. quite a few years. I don't, I don't even mm-hmm. remember how many at this point—five, six, seven, something like that.
1: Oh, gosh, not that many. But I think it's three or four. Four, oh, okay. probably. <laughs> four? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. It all <laughs> it runs it together. a like I know. <laughs> yeah. When you found out in January that you could start with essentially a blank slate when it came to SPCA's digital resources, its websites, all that kind of stuff, what were your top priorities? What did you have in mind that you wanted to make sure we absolutely provided to the members?
1: I would say one of the biggest things was finding a website that would integrate well with our association management system because Mm. there's so much that our members do online and without that integration, you know, it would make things more difficult. And so we landed on Novi, um, which is what we use right now. And that association management software had a variety of design templates that we could use for our website.
0: Laura, just to be clear, association management mm-hmm. software—that's th- that's sort of the the background of managing all of the association's data, right? All of its membership information, exactly. N- names, companies, addresses, mm-hmm. phone numbers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, all users basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, it really streamlines everything so that you know members can come online, they can pay their bills, Um, you know, if they have any open invoices, they can see their payment history, Um, they can make purchases. It's all done in one place, and so um, having something like that just makes it a lot more user friendly for our members. So that was very important, and we looked at a lot of different templates for the website design, and we landed on you know what we have now. We can modify that template a bit, but we wanted something that, again, navigation would be easy to use, that there would be, you know, some direction on depending on what people wanted to do. So, again, we have like a shopping area, you know, all the member information and then the member compass, which is kind of your profile once you log in as
0: well. Let's talk about that member compass. So, can you can share sort of what what that is and how members are supposed to use it? And then, I, I guess on top of that, I know we've had some conversations about what we're going to do in 2022 with that. Can you talk a little bit about the functionality you want to add?
1: Yeah. So right now, it's the the landing page you go to once you log in, and it's considered your dashboard and. Um, Right now, we haven't been making a ton of updates on there, but it does currently automatically update for any industry news, component connection, lumber connection, you know, any of our SPCA media tools appear there and get updated regularly. But what we'd like to do is really expand on that a bit and make it more user-friendly for navigating to other SBCA websites. So whether you're looking to go to the SBCA store or the SBCA Academy and kind of navigating in between our different websites so that um, you're kind of going to one place and then you can branch out and it's just more a little bit more user-friendly than it, it may be at the moment.
0: Excellent. Well, okay. So speaking of these other websites, uh, I know one of the biggest changes that we had to implement almost right away that you were involved in was the SBCA store. So, I mean, when Mm -hmm. you think of SBCA's past online ordering experience that people had, in what ways is the new system an improvement in your mind?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, the people that had used the old system, you know, they were probably used to it. In my mind, it was a little bit clunky to use. And not as modern. And so switching to the new system now, it really I mean, it's so user friendly, you log in, you see your member pricing, you add items to your car, you can easily check out. It's just a better user experience overall, I feel like. And I will say too, I mean, we we turned that website around so quickly, in my opinion, and uh, I think it just made such a big improvement for our members and just how that process and system worked. And so I was really happy with how that all turned out and how quickly we could turn it around for our members.
0: Yeah, you know, one. Part of that, I know that we made a big deal of is that like, now you can, it's like shopping on Amazon. you like, you can just put in your credit card Mm -hmm. and there, there's a security, uh, aspect to putting, you know, anytime you use your credit card online, I know that in the past SPCA sort of asked people to entrust their credit card numbers to somebody over the phone, but now it's all done through this Mm -hmm. online system. Can you talk a little bit about the security involved in that, what that means?
1: Sure. Yeah. So the platform we're using is Shopify. And so, you know, everything is encrypted and it's going to be secure. Uh, You have to enter in your credit card for every order. Because we're using Shopify as a platform for processing our orders, you know, it's all secured through that third party system. And so we know that it's going to be secure for people placing orders. And um, it's really been a good platform for our publication system.
0: Okay. So, you know, another thing that you, I know, have spent a lot of your recent attention on is the new SPCA Academy. Uh, I mean, SPCA has always offered online training and lots of different uh, formats. But, you know, when you look at the new SPCA Academy, what's different about it now? And I guess, what can people expect when they start using it?
1: So we had the old WTCATKO website for quite a long time um, and again that was a little bit clunky in my opinion um, and then we had switched to an interim system that used Drupal which is what our website used to be on and then then you know when we were making changes this past year it was let's find a, a platform that we can manage ourselves and set up the courses and we landed on Brightspace. And so right now we're using Brightspace to host all the training programs. It's very, again, very user-friendly. And so when members place an order online, it comes through to us, we set up the users, and then we just email the user and perhaps their manager if there is one to just let you know hey your access is set up you're going to be getting an email to set up your password and then you log in and you land on this very nice dashboard that again you just click right into a course um, that you have access to and it's just it's very simple and this makes it very easy for people to come in pick up where they left off and continue with a, a program a training program We also have the quizzes set up a little bit differently. For example, the Trust Technician Training Level 1 program and TTT Level 2. As you're watching a video, you're going to get a quiz, and you can always go back to those quizzes and retake them, which I think is good for educational purposes as people are trying to learn the content.
0: So it improves the actual education experience. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, you bring up... The Academy, it also made me think of, while well, you're answering that, the the BCMC website that we had this year, and it's tie into the uh, BCMC mobile app. Um, what mm-hmm. was it like putting those together? Because I know we, we switched from uh, what used to be a quasi-manual digital registration process to a fully digital online registration process. W- what was it like trying mm-hmm. to make sure that that was done right and implementing the, the app as well? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say there was a lot of testing in place. <laughs> um, there was, yeah, I mean, to set up that system, um, we were working very closely with Cvent, and it was determining the the pass. So member, non member, exhibitor, attendee. Testing all of those paths to make sure that their options were showing up correctly and just making sure that it was set up in the way that it needed to be. So there was, again, it was kind of trial and error. But now that it's set in place, I mean, every year after this will be a lot easier. I think it's going to be a great solution for us going forward. It also integrates with Crowd Compass, which is the app that we used. And I heard some really great feedback this past year on people that use the app because it integrates with Cvent. Um, You know, it's really kind of an export of the website and everything that we had in there that, you know, people could see what activities were going on and the different educational sessions. And yeah, it just worked out very well, um, especially with having the map on there Mm -hmm. and um, the exhibitor booths and people could more easily go in and kind of see what was all going on in the app and where exhibitors were located on the show floor.
0: So, Laura, as we've been talking, you've mentioned Novi, and then you mentioned uh, Shopify, and then you mentioned you know Crowd Compass, and you know all of these third party vendors. So that's a change too. I mean, you used to do all of this stuff in house and now you are in this place where you are talking to complete strangers on the front end with these uh, you know, third party supported uh, software platforms. And you're trying to explain to them what it is that you need them to build and the functionality that you need. Can you just Mm -hmm. sort of quickly talk about like, how do those conversations usually go for you? Like what, what is it that you are focused on when you're talking to these strangers and trying to explain to them what it is that you want?
1: Sure. Yeah. I would say it's explaining what we used to have, but not really using that as a starting place. It's more (laughs) of just explaining like the end goal. And maybe taking a different route to get there um, using the new system. Like, for example, Brightspace, I think, is a great example because there, a lot of other companies that use Brightspace have instructors and they do grading differently and they do, you know, a lot of things differently than we do as an association. Um, which isn't to say that that's good or bad. We just, it's different. And, you know, we can always change the way we do it too. But it's a lot of communicating back and forth and trial and error because we still set up all the courses in Brightspace, but we were able to use the tools that we needed. And then I met with their team on a weekly basis, if not twice a week to make progress and ask questions and uh, get to the place where we needed to be to launch it. I mean, it's it's a lot of communication, I would say, back and forth. For example, the individual seats um, that you can purchase for the trust technician training, people get a 90-day access. How do we unenroll somebody after the 90 days? Uh, and so we worked with them to come up with a solution using intelligent agents where then a user is automatically unenrolled. And so it's finding solutions for what we need the system to do. And I would say we had to do that for everything, you know, Shopify, Cvent, so that we can develop the best system possible for our members.
0: Wow. You know, I have to laugh, Laura. You know, I started off by talking about how <laughs> unflappable you are. And then, you know, as we progress through all this stuff, it I, hopefully it's clear to everybody who's been listening to this that there was a massive amount of work that got done over the course of this year to put a whole bunch of new systems in place. I think you even mentioned it once, it went up a lot faster than you would have preferred. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably safe to say about everything that we put up online. And yet it all works great and serves the members really well. And yes, we will continue to work to improve that. Mm -hmm. This podcast is a perfect illustration of, of this as well, because we mentioned that you got pregnant early this year and you even mentioned like you're due any day now. In <laughs> fact, uh it could be yeah. this afternoon. We don't know. I mean by the time this thing gets posted uh-huh. in a couple of days, um, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> you could be holding your dog. I may
1: not be around. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Hopefully.
0: you know, it's one of those things where that was, you know, this podcast was really a like, oh, my gosh, I we're not going to be able to talk for the next like three <laughs> or four months. We need to do this podcast right now. Uh, so we sort of dropped everything to to make this happen. And mm-hmm. I so appreciate that you were willing to do that. Uh, and I'm just going to say in front of everybody that I am totally going to miss you. So, uh Good luck. I hope it all goes well. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll miss you too. And
1: yeah, it's been great working with you so closely as well. And you know, I know we partner quite a bit on all the content that you put out for SBCA. And, um, you know, I think it's what really makes me enjoy my job is working with you and Mm -hmm. the other people on the SBCA team.
0: So yeah. Laura, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SPCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.